we on? What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pot of Thunder with your boy, the young, light-skinned Key Sweat. And to your right, well, to my right, is the yogis of the yogi, one of the fitness queens of Rhode Island, baby. We're here with Fitness Palacio. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I am here, and I'm ready to talk about business. Let's get it, baby. And to my left, her sister, her twin, Meech Thug, a.k.a. Meech.L-L-O-V-E. Hello, how are you? Hey, and to her left is the Natalia Perez. Let's get it. Hello, hello. Did I confuse you guys with the left and right? You guys, camera. Everyone's here, like the mirror. Uh, left, right. That's the mirror. Where am I? I could feel the tension, like no, he's wrong. I should see it back on the replay. You'll see it back on the replay. Smiling, smiling. Yes. So, um, it's a pretty cool podcast we have right now. We have an entrepreneurial podcast. I think all four of us, baby, are all entrepreneurs. I love to hear. I love to see everybody striving. And um, that's one of the focuses I have on the podcast. I've had a lot of athletes on, small businesses, local businesses. And um, I think this is going to be your first podcast with all four entrepreneurs. I mean, it's pretty dope. I love to I see that. And, uh, you know, I love hearing that, those type of stories. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's exciting, especially when it's like young. I mean, obviously, young men is very inspiring, too. But young women, I mean, it's also pretty inspiring. Yeah, it's it is. I do. A few. I feel like I've seen it more in like more of drive and ambition in women lately not to say like men have always had that mm -hmm. upper hand but i feel like women lately have been like oh you you you're doing that like i can do that mm -hmm. too type deal mm. like, yeah stepping out into our own yeah own. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh woman apartment i'm all about that as well you know because uh Natalia knows I'm a feminist, so we'll be all <laughs> about it, baby. Yeah, we are. Don't don't I'm change kidding, the topic. Don't change I'm the topic. I'm <laughs> kidding. But um, yeah. So for those who don't know, Vanessa, you want to get into a little bit about what do you do? Um. So I am a certified personal trainer, um, and I'm currently also in the process of getting my um 200 hour yoga certification. Um, so I could teach at studios or teach at the gym that I currently work at. Um, and pretty much what I do day to day is I see clients um, throughout the week. They schedule a certain amount of sessions with me weekly. And we do like a one hour workout. We do some um, meal assessments or like nutrition assessments and we go into detail on what their goals are, what they expect from me, my expectations from them as a client. Um, and then the yoga part of things um, is more like to teach in group sessions, so like group classes, teach people on how to meditate and kind of use yoga as a moment to just kind of relax for a bit, set yourself in a different scenery, maybe let your mind trail off, not worry about everything else going on. I kind of use it as like a safe, peaceful thing to do during the week. But that is pretty much what, what I do. Because that's a headline of what she does. Now let's get to Meech Love. What, mm. what do you do it's for those who don't know? Yeah. Now they will know. Now they will know. So I do, I'm a certif certified body sculpting technician. So I pretty much just help 
uh, men or women um, get rid of some just stubborn fat um, around their tummy area. Um, it's like a machine that I use. It's a cavitation machine, and it has like three different settings. It has a uh, lipocavitation treatment, which helps burn off stubborn fat. We have a radiofrequency treatment that helps us tighten and tone the skin and then we have a cellulite therapy treatment which is helps break up the cellulite around your tummy or legs and then i have the vacuum bbl which is um a brazilian butt lift pretty much essentially so i can plump up the booty give it a little more projection and a nice lift yeah i will come see you after this yes (laughs) seven days a week i'm there every single day so come on by no days off no days off not at all it depends on the day but (laughs) um but yeah that's what i do that's my full-time uh job and it's just me in my office it's called skin by miva and um i'm the only technician there and i have my own office and yeah i love it it's right here guys it's right here go follow Go follow the page, baby. I love it. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. <laughs> and that's a little teaser for what Michelle does. We will get deep into it, the mm-hmm. deep dive. And quick, real quick, Natalia was one of the OG guests, so she's kind of going to be a co-host of this podcast. But just for those who have maybe missed that episode, go back and check it out. It was like episode three or four, possibly. Mm-hmm. So Natalia's been here since the beginning. So a little detail what you do, Natalia, a little headline. So I'm a real estate investor. I would say a beginner level. Um, I've done a few flips, and right now I'm working on a buy and hold, um, a few units. So I'm just kind of fixing them up as I go and um, getting people into them. That's what's up. That's what's up, baby. I know one of your partners is Balano, who, just a little teaser here, he will be on the podcast soon. So go check out the episode of when it drops, maybe tomorrow, maybe next year. I don't know. I have a lot of podcasts in the bank. <laughs> but he will be on, though, and it's how will also be the co-host of that podcast as well. So he is my go-to realtor um, lately for all of my my um, my closings. He's been my go-to guy. He's very knowledgeable and he's just on top of his stuff. So we work well together. So I think he's a great asset. That's what's up. So um, definitely, like I said, keep supporting local businesses. So definitely, other homegrown local talent. Definitely, Milano, go check him out. Go appreciate him. Run that up for him, baby. And go to uh, support all that love. He will support. He will appreciate all that love. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, bloopers here. Bloopers, but we are at it, baby. So to get into YouTube, so um, so where do you think, Vanessa, you can answer this first. Where do you think like that hustler ambition came out of you to start your own business or be your own, basically like you're, you're working for yourself. Like you're hustling. You're bringing all those clients in. I see your IG all the time. You're constantly putting out that content, putting up those flyers, and having my own podcast page. I know that stuff is not easy at all. People may think, oh, you know, she's just posting up, you know, four or five things a day. Those four or five clips, I know for sure, are taking you mm-hmm. a good amount of your day. So that's, you know, just self-advertising. It's marketing yourself. So not everybody has that drive in them for sure, not at all. So where do you think you can uh, attribute that to, if you had to say? Um, well, I think I was kind of just like thrown into it at one point. Um, before I was a trainer, I worked for Alex and Ani. Um, and before I left, I was on like the design team. I was on the visual team and I pretty much all I did was make the stores look nice, create floor plans. I worked with jewelry and it was a salary job and I did thoroughly enjoy it, um, 
even though every day it felt like I was still learning, I still didn't seem to fully grasp what I was doing and like my job description. But um, COVID hit. And then when COVID hit, I actually lost my job. So mm. I, I lost um, the salary gig. It was gone. I um, had no nothing to go back to once COVID was, I guess, done. So I remember, I still remember they told me like, oh, we're going to go on a two week break because of this virus and everyone needs to quarantine. And I never saw my office, my, like the coworkers. I never saw them since that day. It was just kind of like that was my last day where all thought it was just really. So that was what March, obviously 2020. Mm -hmm. So I swear, I mean, apparently I'm wrong, but. You weren't in the fitness like life before this, though. I swear you were like doing things before that. Yes. Point of time. So I've been in the gym since I was maybe 19. Um, I wasn't too athletic in, in high school. I did cheer for a couple years um, and then I decided to join the gym. And at this gym, Gold's Gym was where it, mm. where it all started. So actually, can I can we start back? People like hearing the whole life story. This is what this podcast is different than the comedy podcast we have. So like, can you maybe from a younger age, did you ever have like any, you know, did your parents inspire you? Like, did they, you know, your parents are immigrants. I'm not sure, right? They're both from Columbia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, do you think that because a lot of, um, you know, listen to a lot of podcasts or entrepreneurial podcasts and things along those lines, literally go through my podcast feeds. They're like all business podcasts. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of people who start their own business contribute typically to like their parents. I mean, do you think like you got someone like you're like, trace after them that they inspire you to do things i mean come even coming from a different country and putting guys in this position is definitely inspiring as well do you think that has something to do with it as well yeah they definitely were um one they were always super supportive so no matter what i was trying out or or looking to do or if i wanted to try something new they were always fully supportive and willing to kind of stand with whatever we were into at the moment so even you're talking about like high like middle school days you're talking about things yeah so they try quit yeah they put us in a lot of different things that we would try maybe something would stick and it it didn't nothing really stuck in the beginning um but my parents were always so creative and they were always like very lively and like to try new things so i uh once i was in high school i did try cheer and I did enjoy it for a little bit. It lasted a couple years, um, but it was mainly when I would say I was like 19. So I was out of high school at this point, um, and I started training at Gold's Gym, um, one of my fave gyms ever. And I met a good, like, solid group of people who we would work out together. We did group classes together. And from then on, I was just, I was hooked. Mm. So we did, me and M- Michelle, we've always been in like different um, activities and trying different things. But it was, I specifically remember is when I went to Gold's Gym and I got that membership and I joined those classes. And since then, I just kept the fitness. What do you like? Up. What what came over you that was different than other times in your life where you've tried cheering? You're like, oh, this is cool. This is, I enjoy this, but you know, this really isn't my life calling. Where do you think, what was that different feeling? You Can you, can you describe it at all? I felt like because of 
what was like the people around me, they saw something in me that I probably wasn't seeing. They saw potential. I had a trainer. Shout out, Pat. Um, I had a trainer at the time and he pushed me the hardest. Like no one's ever pushed me this way, but he just knew I had potential. He knew I was somewhat athletic. He saw something I didn't and I just appreciated that people took the time to be like no listen you you're good at this just keep doing it so I did um but the group of people around me definitely helped and then that feeling of accomplishing a new weight or are um learning the perfect form for a different exercise it became almost like addicting and it was exactly what I was kind of searching for I guess growing up like I never found something that stuck but those feelings I was getting was exactly what I was yeah well I mean I think I think at times you know I've talked about this on multiple football podcasts definitely your surroundings and the right coach all matters you Mm -hmm. can be in an environment where it's just toxic and you know you could you know there's plenty of different teams around the country high school teams pop one or teams where you know they have the talent but they don't have the results to show it. You know, people always talk about, uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar or not, but a lot of people talk about Hendrick and like, oh, they recruit, you know, it's bullshit. They have a lot of kids go there. That's why they're so good. I've seen it firsthand. They have kids that go there and they're, they want to be there. They're surrounded by other kids who want to be there, who push each other to be better. You put those same kids in a different school, you know, I don't, mind, I don't give a fuck. Put them around like Shea or Tolman or even Saints half the time. Mm-hmm. Those kids aren't going to be where Hendrick, that's why Hendrick is consistently one of the best teams in Rhode Island because they're surrounding themselves with those kids. So, like, going back to you real quick. So, like, you're surrounding yourself with that talent or with those right coaches who believe in you, who sees that through, like, in you, and they're going to push you to get to that next level. Maybe you didn't have that before, and it sounds like you had it now, which means you get to that next point in your, in your life, in this new chapter in your life. It, de- it definitely did. So when I I kind of felt like COVID was almost like, um, like I know some people saw like it. A blessing. as like, Yeah, it felt it was f- definitely felt more like a blessing. It felt like it was putting me in a position where it's like it's now or never. So essentially I lost I lost my job at the time. And um, the at, when you're at that point, though, what are you thinking? Are you like, damn, like are you like down and out on yourself? You're like, damn, what, like, what am I doing with myself? Am I, am I lost? Like, um, I mean, it's funny because <laughs> when COVID first hit, I mean, I can't be the only one, but I was making more money sitting at home doing oh, absolutely yeah, sure. nothing than actually working. So when they told me I wasn't going back, I was like, <laughs> I wanted to throw a fucking party. <laughs> I was like, you're telling me I get to collect even longer. You're like, you're- <laughs> Run up that check. <laughs> um, but I think it was more of like not being around those women that I worked with who um, were also a great, great team and all of that stuff. That that aspect of things were definitely going to be missed. But in that moment, um, so at the time, uh, working at a gym, I joined that gym because of Lev, which is the owner of the gym I currently train at. Wait, sorry, you joined Gold's because of the love? No, I joined Gold's just because it was a gym that was near and Mm. local. I actually met Lev at Gold's, 
and for most of you guys know, me and Lev um, dated for a really long time, and um, he was the one that opened up Levy Fitness Academy. So since the gym opened up, he was like just become a trainer at the gym. You turn your passion into how you make money. You're good at it. You it's been something consistent. It's it was the gym was the only thing consistent in my life from the moment I was um, 19 till COVID just a couple years ago. So it was a really long about seven years, six, seven years that I really put myself in that position of the gym like nothing ever changed it the gym was always there no matter what did you when you first signed up to goals was that ever in the back of your mind like you know what i'm gonna become a fitness trainer down the line or you that never even came across your thought it did It, it came across often and um i just didn't know how I was going to do it and still be working my full time because I loved I I really genuinely did love the job I had so I was wondering how I could do both Um, but I also noticed working at a commercial gym you are still employed by someone versus being self-employed so when this opportunity came up it was like I was going to be able to be my own boss make my own schedule name my own prices accept clients I wanted to work with, set requirements of my own. Everything was however I, my policies, my rules, my say, my go, my training programs, everything I wanted would be the way it would, it would be run. So, so you're, you're your own boss. I intrigued you a lot. It did. It, it really, it really did. And once COVID hit it, I took it as a moment. It's like, fuck it. Let's give it a try. Yeah. Let's go after it. Let's try. Let's see. What can happen? I have support, and it just it it went crazy. It was um, the first week I opened and clearly stated that I was working at Lev's gym. Um, I had clients. I had people waiting to answer DMs on coming in to see me for consultations. Um, within that first month, I was fully booked. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't have another um, job. So it was the only thing I was doing. I would have five clients in the morning, into the afternoon, four clients in the evening, maybe give myself two hours in between to eat, work out, and go right back to it. But I loved it. I was obsessed. Did you have, did you have those downtimes though where you're like, damn, this shit might not work. And then you had those signs, like that triumph at the end. You're like, damn, this is, this is pulling through right now. Like, Uh, I kind of doubted myself and now... I'm at the level where it's like, why did I even doubt myself? In the very beginning, right before I was going to announce that I was taking clients as a personal trainer, I had a lot of doubt. Like I wouldn't, it wouldn't be accepted or people would be like, mm, what are you, what is she even talking about? Like, do you even lift? Like, what mm. do you, what do you know? I have a, I will, we'll leave that as a teaser. I have a comeback for that. I know I won't forget. That was one of my questions actually, <laughs> but I feel like a rare, uh, 20 minutes in, I'm going to get me stuck in the conversation. So mm-hmm. you seeing your sister thrive and mm-hmm. going out on a limb, um, did that, cause I don't know the timeline mm-hmm. of the opening of the businesses, yeah. but, um, so did you open up after Vanessa? Uh, yeah, I did actually, so but d- she was the reason why I 
doing what I'm doing. Today. Stole my thunder. I was gonna yeah. say so. You're right on the mall. Yeah. The so when you're seeing that, are you like, yeah. damn? If my sister can do it, why can't I? Oh, literally 100. That was like I think word for word exactly what I said. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, wow, she's killing it. Like she's thriving. She's happy. Mm. You know, she's busy for sure uh, you know but busy in like a good way and not like a oh my god i have to work by nine to five and then i have to do this and that and stuff so yeah so what was like your moment of like clarity really like because i don't know what you were doing beforehand so what were you doing where you're like you know what let's take the gentleman take the leap let's get it um yeah i mean I guess you want to start from the beginning because uh, I kind of backtracked on Vanessa. So yeah. did you have like when you were younger, did you always have like I can just say for myself, I've never, mm-hmm. never really said this on the podcast. But like for me, when I was at such a young age, literally, I can't even tell you maybe since like middle school, like literally back in middle school, I was like burning CDs for people. Like I was <laughs> selling mixtapes and like high school. I'm not even joking. Like Natalia for knows yourself? that he would, um, he would upload all my playlists for my iPods. I'd be like, oh, yeah. I'm not they didn't charge me. I'm a back charger. But um, no, literally, I would sell, like, I would burn CDs. Like, I took one of the few people back in high school, like, middle school, had, like, a CD burner. So I was literally burning CDs, making, like, oh, you want the new Chingy Mix, like, album? Here's Jackpot. I'll sell you three for five, like, whatever. I was literally that guy. Always from, like, young age, I'm like, nah, like, I'm going to own a, my own business one day. So, like, when you're, like, younger, did you have those, like, ambitions and those thoughts? Or what do you think that, like, you started your trajectory to starting your own business yeah well i will say when i was younger absolutely not i thought running your own business you had to be like an old white man <laughs> hey so that's a common thought especially yeah, you know like, minority especially you know definitely, like because all my parents did was engrave not for nothing i mean that, they obviously didn't know any better either. Yeah, no. they were raised differently as well but all they engraved in our minds was medical field medical field medical field oh, like God. be a doctor be something medical because medical is never going to go away we're always going to need it and all yeah. that stuff yeah, so, I mean, that is a fact, but also, but like you said, because they're coming from Colombia, all our parents yeah. came from Colombia, literally. <laughs> so like, you know, they're coming and they're like, you know, that's a big set for them. Yeah. But that is a big thing, like amongst the culture, like, oh, yeah. if you're not getting like a set job like that, oh, like you're a failure and things along those lines. Right. Or like you tell them, like, I think I remember at one point... I forgot what I said I wanted to do. And it was just like, okay, like, you want to do anything else? Like, yeah, um, but it might have been something minor. Like, I don't know. I think I said like, I think I said a vet. But even then, I think they questioned that. I think it was like they were more like, "Mm, no, I think like medical. I'm like, okay, (laughs) if you say so. Did you feel like some type of way you're like, no, like, are you upset at that point? Yeah, I'm not upset. But I guess I was just like, I guess like it was kind of like. Yeah, I guess you're right. I can get into that. Like, I don't know. I'm very open-minded, so I was willing to give it a try. Mm. But mm-hmm. I feel like it didn't really start for me. Like, I honestly, I think it was probably last year or maybe 2022 like, mm. as well that I finally realized I was like, oh, wait, I can do this. I have a question for both of you guys. You guys mentioned it on on, well, on a previous podcast that's going to come out after this. <laughs> so they don't know how to phrase that. Sounds confusing, but... We filmed podcasts before this that are releasing after. So <laughs> we are like, yeah, like five deep. But um, <laughs> so you guys in the previous podcast had previously said that... Yeah, duplicated myself right there. But you guys went to Rick, but you guys didn't finish. So like, mm-hmm. did you guys' parents, like, did you feel some type of way? And like, were your parents... I know how, especially like Columbia parents can be if you don't finish school... Or did you guys feel some type of way like, oh, we didn't finish. We have this in the back of our minds. Our parents are kind of 
being on our asses about this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I felt bad for not finishing. I mean, we really wanted to. At, at one point, I remember I was lying to my mom, telling her that I was still in the class, and I'd have her leave me at Rick, but I would just go to the cafeteria and just <laughs> sit there on my laptop and watch Netflix all day. What were you watching? Oh I was, I think at the time I was watching, I think like, I don't know, uh, Vampire Diaries. Diaries. Oh, yeah, Vampire Diaries. It was definitely Vampire Diaries, <laughs> and I would just sit there on my laptop and I would just watch Netflix and or something. Yeah, Netflix or YouTube, and then I would pretend like three hours later I text my mom, "Okay, mom, like I'm ready," and then she would come and pick me up, and she was like, "How was it?" And, it was, and I was like, "It was good." And but you uh, learned so much. I know. I, can't even tell you right <laughs> I was now. like, "Oh, how should I even like, begin?" <laughs> like, you have a lot of homework. I'm like, "Yeah, I have so much homework to do. You have no idea." The teachers, it's not high school. I feel come like on. she start. I feel like. She start to catch on like oh, oh i never did. see you guys doing Do homework. homework and like and she's like you guys never buy books or bring your book materials to class and like oh we share them with somebody <laughs> else <laughs> this is, this is, no it's okay. it was, it's college. It was hard for us to tell them like listen we're not, not finishing well. yeah. but like i said my parents are are really the most supportive <laughs> people in this entire yeah. world like i could tell them i'm deciding that i want to be a serial killer and they would be like okay sure <laughs> if it makes like we got yeah. ourselves a winner <laughs> no they literally have always if you been are like just that. be the best you can possibly yeah. be yes. be better than ted bundy yeah yes. right go down, do bundy. <laughs> go down in history they they just always support us yeah. obviously they have their opinions on what they think we should be doing but they're not like pushing it on you no like you have to no 100%. they never have they don't push us on anything like kids marriage get the fuck out the house school <laughs> no we could literally we could just live how we want to live as long as we're happy my parents are happy so yeah hey so again so getting back to your happiness so you said mm -hmm. it starts like last year so what were you doing before that was yeah. it strictly just vanessa or there was like something going on mm -hmm. with like your your job and you're yeah. like you know what f this i i did a uh, medical reception so i worked for a medical imaging company and i was just the receptionist there but i don't even want to say just because i did like everything, everything. under the sun i answered phone calls i checked people's in i did insurance i did um this thing called update it was, it was a lot of work a lot of work for a receptionist like we wore many hats mm -hmm. and at first i really liked it because i was like oh medical imaging like this is pretty cool like kind of medical you know medical field maybe i can get into to be an MRI tech or an ultrasound tech or something. And once COVID hit, it was like everyone was just starting to be nasty. All the patients were so mean and I was so nice to them and I just got shit yeah. end of the stick every single shift and they overworked me and I got so sick of it. I was like leaving work and I was crying every mm. single day. Like yeah. medical field is not easy for sure. Medical field is not easy. easy. Pre-COVID, post-COVID, like right. medical field, I really do applaud absolutely any CNA, any RN, any nurse, any receptionist, even like whatever it is. Like especially receptionists. Especially the receptionists. They are literally not like they're not applauded enough to be honest. Oh, for sure, There's definitely not. Like they, they put up with a lot of bullshit, and especially with like the doctors or whoever you work with in the field in that in that office. Like some of them, like the radiologists I work for, they were freaking assholes. They were so mean, and I was just like, I need a way out. And I, I, be, I but I believe everything has its own timing. So like, I did get a little impatient because I was just like, all right, maybe I need to change my job. But at that point, I was already like, what, maybe sixteen jobs in. I had 16 jobs. You had 16 jobs? Yeah, I don't was, think I've met anyone who's had more jobs. That was my 16th job. That's wild. Michelle yeah. has had so many jobs in her life. I've been it's through insane. everything. Everything. So, uh, <laughs> quick question, because 
when I I'll be scabbing in HR and well, mm -hmm. I am in HR and stuff like that. So not, are you putting all 16 jobs in your resume out of curiosity? You yeah. know what? I actually have a few resumes. So I have a retail resume. <laughs> I have a Yeah, that meant you can specialize it. Yeah, I have I specialize it so it's like if it's um admin, I have an admin one, a retail one, a serving one and a uh, a medical mm. or like more a uh, reception one. So so out of curiosity, so like when you have 16 jobs, is this because you're running into asshole bosses or are you just mm. like you're just mm. bored, you get you get bored easily and you're like, fuck this place. Yeah, no, it was almost like nothing was clicking. Like, I almost felt like I wasn't being challenged enough. Mm. Like, I started because I didn't finish at Rake, and back then having a degree was way more important than it is now. I was always entry level. Yeah. Everybody was always like, okay, well, we're going to start you at entry level. We'll start you at like $12 an hour. I'm like, ew, but I can do more. And I yeah. would, I would surpass everybody once I started the job. I would just be like uh, an ideal employee and i you never like had enough an respect job. yeah no i didn't have enough respect if anything i have i've never been uh fired like on a bad thing i've never had a bad i've never left on a bad foot with mm. uh, any job and i made sure to keep it that way so it was mostly just ranking respect wait, so you can get paid wait more. a second because call her out i think i remember a job <laughs> She said pause. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. I could have sworn Wait. you never went back to Cox. Oh, yeah. I mean, that. so that was a temp job. Mm. And um, I was supposed to finish out for the month of August. But I went to California in July, I believe. And then I just, after I came back from Cali, I never went back. <laughs> never went back. <laughs> but and I remember because she left uh, a very precious sweater of mine at that office. And yeah. they probably still have it. And they're waiting for her to come yeah. get it. I never showed back, but I was like, you know what? It's a temp job. It's gonna end in the in the end of the summer. Like, but Cox communicate was it like the Cox yeah. Was Cox like, uh, well, yeah, I'm yeah. saying was it actually Cox though? Because I I remember one time I got beboozled oh. back in college. They're like, yeah, uh, it's a Cox job, and I'm like, all right, oh, cool. Okay, okay. It starts like at fifteen dollars an hour. Like yeah, back yeah. in college, I was like, oh, that's cool. Start, and they're like, yeah. Basically, guys, gonna be one of those people on Walmart and Best Buy. Like, oh, hey, God. do you have Verizon? Oh. Not switched over to Cox. Absolutely not. I went there no, for no. one day, God. and I'm like, absolutely <laughs> no. not. Ew. No way. There was some fat dude next to me, like my coworker, and he was like, yeah, dude, you know, it's cool. He's like 30-something. I'm like, this is not going to be my life. Hell no. Oh, no. Quit. <laughs> absolutely Left. not. I'm out. Left. I'm like, no. Nope. He did that. <gasps> But it's, I got credits for school. That's the only reason. Oh. <laughs> but you did the, what? That like the Cox guy? Verizon. Oh. Yeah, oh. I hated it. Yeah. I would like go to like I would hide. Yeah, it's like where? Yeah. Do you, yeah. yeah Verizon. I'll switch over to Cox. And we're like, fuck up, leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me alone. People are doing their shopping too. Like, I don't yeah, want to like, stop. I, like, stop yeah. them. I hated it. No. I have <laughs> Wi-Fi, motherfucker. No, leave me alone. I bet. It's so funny. <laughs> I think about it too. I, I with like all the different jobs I've had. Oh my god, yeah. Are uh, you a 16 timer too? <laughs> um, I don't know about 16, but I've had like a few different jobs in like different fields. Yeah. Too. I feel like that's a good way to just figure out life too. Mm, you don't really sure. know if you don't try. Exactly. If I qualify, I might as well give a shit. If they asked me if I wanted to be a surgeon, I'd say yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, give it, I'll give it a whirl if you guys want to train now, me on it. Honestly, that's a big thing. Fake it till you make it. Honestly, oh, fake it till you make a I lot. I was the queen. Oh, hundred percent. Really I would Not fake lying. everything. I'm like mm. at Cox. Pause, oh, I probably pause. gave it. Oh, what you faking? You sound like a slut. <laughs> Too much. Where do you think I got all of my faking from? Oh, now we, people are like finally begin it's spicy shit. Let's get it. You have to wait for those. We got three of those oh, coming up. Oh God, yeah, like, let's four of them coming up. On this Seriously, one. but um, no, like honestly, um, you guys probably don't know this guy, but um. Uh, 
he's like a like a marketing genius. Paul Heyman is in wrestling actually, and he's like he gets advertising, like the promotion, entertainment side of it. And one thing he said, and like I listened to a lot of his interviews, he was like, honestly, like if you're in a job like setting, and someone asks you, hey, can you uh, can you record this while balancing on a beam? Yes, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Never done it before, but I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And if someone asks you, yes, I can do it. Yeah. yeah. Always say yes. You can never not do something. For right. sure. Just get your hand in the door. Then after. You probably have, you can go home after that. YouTube it, look it up. Fuck, I can do it. You can learn anything on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even like with Excel and PowerPoint and Word, I'd be like, oh, an Excel sheet? Of course, of course I can. (laughs) Expert, obviously. Those little cells or columns or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Say just like that, someone who knows. They're like, best friends. Rejected. (laughs) (laughs) Those formulas. Yeah, no, yeah, I'd fake it. Yeah, so so you're, so you're out here with 16 jobs in, COVID hits, you strike COVID hits, so then. COVID so, hit. I was at my 16 job. COVID hit. And you're the Ric Flair of jobs. He's a 16-time world <laughs> champion. So. <laughs> you are the Ric Flair of jobs. I know. Literally. Like, I was just... I, the amount of people I know is crazy Wait, from give, marketing. Give a woo. 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 <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know what Ric, who Ric Flair is. He, he's a wrestler. One of the best wrestlers of all time. Uh, Have you never seen him on the Bad Bunny video? You don't know who Ric Flair is? I don't. I just I don't know who he is either. Like I said, fake it till you make it. You don't know the (laughs) woo? I love Ric Flair. (laughs) No, I have no idea. What? I know like John Cena is like you can't see him. Yeah. Yeah. Ric Flair is like... Oh, all right, that's crazy. Ric Flair's like, he's like a Hulk Hogan. Right? Honestly, I, look only, it up. I only know it because of Bad Bunny. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You guys definitely know who Ric Flair is. Like, no way you guys don't. Either way, if you've seen him, I probably. don't. Yeah. Either maybe, way, either way. So you're, I did see you're the 16 time, you're basically Ric Flair of jobs. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Rick, being the Ric Flair of jobs, yep. what goes on after that? And then you're like, all right, COVID fuck hit. Cox, COVID hat hits. <laughs> Cox, COVID. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I had a, yeah. And so when COVID hit, um, people were just being super nasty. I was crying every day at my job and they laid off a lot of employees. So it, I was just overworked. I was one, of, I worked through all of COVID. I never got laid off. I mm. kept my job, unfortunately. <laughs> I was so mad because when I was over here, like, yeah, I'm going to pay an extra $600. I'm going to the beach. Want to come? Oh, wait, you yeah, can't. You're you working. I'm going to go get a <laughs> pedicure. Want to come? Oh, you, you can't. can't. Yeah. Not only did I not go to working, I probably can't even afford it like that's another thing too i feel like i was making no money so i saw vanessa just thriving with money just glowing she was like damn near floating into the gym every day this girl was just thriving she's hard i'm like all right i'm a little jealous how do i get God. here and one day she's like uh yeah i'm gonna go get my um my body sculpted and i was like oh what's that and she's like oh like one of our clients her name was ashley um she's super nice i guess she does body sculpting and vanessa just kind of like brought it up to me and i feel like right then and there i was like oh shit I think that's that's interesting like this might be it and I went to I went on YouTube that same day and I just fell into like a rabbit hole of body sculpting I found this one girl online this woman she was just bomb her name is body sculpting by stephanie and i looked her up she had great reviews great testimonials and i literally put my deposit and i booked a flight and a couple months later i went to get certified oh, booked a flight so oh yeah oh, yeah we went to miami we went to miami it. to get we I, so yes yeah. we, <laughs> we made i went with her trip. just for the fact that i wanted to go to miami but yeah she was actually getting business done and yeah, i was just there. soaking up the sun it was <laughs> me all right so you can't so you guys this is where the, the host comes in so said you're you seen that and then you book a flight how long is that time frame uh, so you see say you see it and then what was it i april say, did you go in may did you go yeah I months w- after i want to say that i did i saw her, i i i saw it for march 
no, no, I saw it for, yeah, yeah, actually, I saw it in March, the, the, that she was getting, she was offering trainings in March, put my deposit, and then flew out in May, got it done in May, and then came back home, told myself I was gonna give myself a couple months, and then, um, yeah, and then I just quit my job with no plan and started body sculpting, so... So from March to May, <laughs> kind of a big jump. That I jumped in. I, like I just though. jumped I in. Like I had no plan, no backup, no money, no nothing. So what are your what are your parents thinking at that point in time? Um, uh, to and, be honest, I didn't really keep them in the loop. Mm. I didn't want to worry them. I didn't want. <laughs> Do you think you'd feel that pressure if you did tell them and they're like, "Oh yeah. what the fuck?" And then yeah. you're like, "Oh shit." And I know they could, I can always count on them. I yeah. think that's why I was even more confident on doing it. Because I was like, you know what? Eh, my parents got my back. <laughs> so I but need some honestly, help. They got me. Like, no big deal. Honestly, that's good at the same time. Like yeah. I, when you're hearing these stories and people are like, oh, I had nobody. Like, yeah, that's it's like, sad. Uh, yeah. That is sad. But sometimes people be lying, though. <laughs> know, like, right? The Rock, I, mean, I hate this story. I mean, he's like, I had $7 in my pocket. No, you fucking didn't. Your dad was in the WWE. All your cousins in the WWE, oh, you had people oh, yeah, to back you yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it sounds better when you're like, I had nobody's. Like, mm. no, well, you know what? At least you're being honest. Like, you had your mom. You know, you can yeah. take those risks. It's better off when you have someone. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cool that you make it. You're made it. And now at this point, mm-hmm. you guys are both doing well. But it's always cool to shout out to people who were there for you when oh, yeah. we had those times. Even my sister, like, I called her my sugar mama for a while. Because right. she would even help me out sometimes when I was, like, in a rut. Taking clients? <laughs> Uh, just applications. Leave an application. All right, we'll talk, we'll talk after this. Ooh. So in that time, so were you nervous on that flight to Miami? So what was your thought process during that? Um, that's that's nitty gritty to stuff. I yeah. love hearing those parts of the story when like you're taking a leap. So are you yeah. like, damn, I'm crazy. I'm taking this flight to Miami. <laughs> Never met this girl before. Yeah. What are your thought process in that? Well, the good thing about it was that I had my siblings with me, but I was actually nervous because I thought, oh, my God, I'm doing all this stuff. Imagine I get there and I freaking hate it. Like, imagine I'm there, I'm sitting in the class and I'm like, this is so dumb. This is not what I thought it was going to be. And luckily it was a group training. So like, there was a lot of girls there. And you're like, is this number 17? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, uh. (laughs) And I literally, I was, I I was nervous, but I was also excited because I was like, I don't know. I felt like that year in 2020, one, I guess that was last year. I forget. Yeah, last year, technically. My timing is all messed up. But um, I feel like a lot of people were on this move. And, like, social media had a big part of it. Because, like, I feel like a lot of people were, like, idolizing being your own, mm. like, entrepreneurial yeah. stuff. Boss, babe. Girl boss. Yeah, girl boss. Well, but I used on to laugh at it or something. Y- but YouTube ads. Do you want to be your own boss? Yeah. Like, Shut up. Let's <laughs> get bad. You're like, and now and then I'm like, wait a minute. I'll listen to that ad. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, Hell yeah, I want to be my own Michelle, boss. are you listening? Like, what? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, you caught my eye. <laughs> do you want a body sculpt? I do. Wow. I do. How did you know? Do you, do you want to see booties and tummies all day? I sure do. Oh. <laughs> I see a lot of butts. Oh, Cute nice. butts. <laughs> How about the ones that are bad? You're like, Jesus Christ, I haven't seen not up. one bad butt. Let me Ooh. tell you. Not one bad. Just not one bad booty. I got all the cute butts in my office. Hey, so if you guys want to find some booties, come through <laughs> and see you, Michelle. I post some before and afters just in case you guys want to take a good look oh, at my Go follow that. It's going to be right here. Go follow them. If you want to guess, you must see the, the, the testimonials. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, is. a great testimony because I am both of their clients. Yes. Yes, I am sure. So 
Yes. Yes. Hi. Sure is. Living She's my living life with the pampered ladies. <laughs> they pamper me in every way. Yeah. Well, I'm not me. I don't really pamper her. I kind of just like put she her tortures through it. She well, I pamper her. Well, it's torture. like a therapy. <laughs> it Even is. though like you're, you know, sweating and lifting. Sweat my ass off, work my ass off, you know, still yeah. like they're like therapeutic. And, yes. You know, and that's our why. Our too are therapeutic. So uh-huh. everything about these two ladies is therapeutic and I love them both so much. <laughs> hey, and that's why you need both of them. Cause you need yes. to see Vanessa first. She's going to kick your ass. Yes. And, and then, then you go upstairs to Michelle and you get that body sculpted. And yeah. And she look makes our like ass look better and yes. drainage. It's a yeah. perfect duo. It's a perfect it really duo. Is. They do go hand in hand, not yeah. to just like promote it, but right. the businesses do go hand in hand and they coincide together. If you are, active and you're hydrated visiting michelle will speed up results that you would like to see in the gym mm-hmm. and that's just how it exactly. works exactly it's a good full circle full circle moment full circle and, and it is all about health so it you is guys kind of in the health is health. i know right i Low wear key? i wear <laughs> nitrile gloves to work so, hey, I'm, a, I'm damn near a doctor, to be honest. Like, that, that definitely came yeah. full circle now. She is a, she's in the medical field now. I'm in the medical field. Take that, mom. Leave me alone. Take that, mom and dad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so let's finish in your story. So then yeah. you go to Miami. Yep. So then you hit those classes, and you're like, all right, this is for me, clearly. So yeah. what's your mindset at that point? So It was for me. When I was there, um, I think also it was the, that training was just so nice. I felt like... Being there really opened my eyes to be like, wow, I really liked it. And also to um, hearing f- hearing it, like good feedback, positive feedback from the woman doing the training session, like saying like, wow, you're really good and something. I'm like, oh, am I? Granted, she probably said that to everybody. <laughs> but it was really good. She's done the YouTube ads. Yeah. She got you in. She reeled you in. <laughs> she reeled me in. <laughs> and I went home and I couldn't stop thinking about it. So after the training, obviously, um, you know, my Miami trip was over. I got back to work. I met a medical reception and I just kept thinking, all right, just when? You know, when is going to be my time? I'm kind of like deciding when. And I, I'm pretty sure I finished off the year there or something. I gave it a couple months before I left. Yeah, it's a little foggy moment I there. I think I remember this very vividly, but I want to say November 1st. Wow. Was your last day. I think November 1st, 12 o'clock. <laughs> I, I want to say like you yeah. gave like your two weeks and like you finished off and it was or was it like February of the new year? Yeah, it was remember. like February. Right. Because that's what I'm trying to think of. So it was like in 2020, I took the classes and then I think 2021, February, I put in my thing. And then mm-hmm. in September, f- September 1st of last year is when I took my first client. So is what I remember. What, so what took so what was like the... What was like making you not do it right when you came back? Oh, so what was yeah. like in your mindset? Like why why didn't you move? <sighs> as much quit? as I know, as much as I I um hated the patients at my job. So like you know just how nasty people were. I loved who I worked with, mm. and they were so nice, and I felt bad, and that's just my problem. I have a really bad time, like a hard time uh, confronting, like my bosses or managers or something like i've never left a job like i've actually i have left a job oh, except for so. that one that yeah <laughs> but um i don't know i feel like quitting like that 
it, w- it was hard mm. saying like I can't stay there. Also, too, that job was taking a toll on me physically. I had emotionally, uh, so you were crying. Yeah, emotionally, physically. I mean, it just wasn't. It just wasn't for me. So I just had to wait for the right time because of COVID and they were laid off a lot of people. I didn't want to be that girl. It'd be like one of their best. Not I'm not even tooting my own horn. Seriously, I was one of their best employees because I was a team player. Mm. Like I really just literally said yes to anything. I like a yes man. Oh, no, but for real though, um, not like, honestly, at the same time though, they probably wish you would have quit because not for all these grants, they'd be making more money. Off of I'm not even uh, Literally, being a small business. They yeah, probably more. I wish I would have quit earlier. Yeah, they would have made more money if you would have quit. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make it in the, in the cut for the extra six. I literally quit right after they cut that off. I'm Damn. like, I, what, why would I do that? But whatever. So then you made the move and yeah. first client said November 1st? So the first client that September I, 1st. September 1st I took my first client. Yes. So uh so when you're opening up so in an office. I practiced before that at home, but mm. in an office setting, it was September 1st. The same office you're in now? Um, I started in Cranston for a month, and this office was way too expensive, But and then I moved to the office now, but yeah. So what was like that? How did you, what was that first step to do that? You were just out here just checking out you know office what? spaces? And yeah, like I feel like another thing is too is like it's a lot easier than what it sounds. Like it I is. feel like uh, maybe a lot of women or young women or men don't really know or maybe are skeptical be like, oh, I could never do that. Actually, you can. I, <laughs> I didn't think it was that easy, but like I literally just looked up on Craigslist or on, yeah, the Internet was just like commercial space right mm-hmm. or office space and then like a listing Dungeon came up space. <laughs> mom's space. basement <laughs> space <laughs> and um i i didn't think i wanted to be in salon i think i wanted just my own room i wanted my own privacy it's more private intimate kind of service and so when i found a space um i literally just contacted them i told them i was interested in my move-in day and i gave them the money and that was literally it they didn't ask for pay subs they didn't ask they didn't do a background check they didn't do nothing all those commercial managers don't give a fuck they didn't get get in here just fill in the space it's not like it's an apartment you know it's like they're literally just like yeah just just come on in yes we are (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say not that you should know actually do you do um background checks for commercial or anything not for commercial Okay, not for commercial, right? No. That's pretty straightforward. You just kind of yeah, because you're not living there. You're not living exactly. there. There's not like it's literally kitchen. an empty room. It's literally yeah, yeah. yeah. It's an empty exactly. room. It's literally just a bathroom. Like a house. If, that, if that, yeah. If yeah. the yeah. space even literally has a bathroom, exactly. Masha so, doesn't. Yeah. It, oh. It doesn't have well, the <laughs> facility. Yeah, it has a community oh, bathroom. Okay, okay, okay. Like, and it doesn't have a bathroom. It doesn't have a bathroom. Yeah, yeah, I don't have one in my office either. But, um, yeah, people who uh, who get, uh, rent out commercial spaces must make yeah. a freaking killing. Honestly, I just tell them, like, you know the laws. You <coughs> know you need to have permits for this. Once mm-hmm. you get these permits, I need copies. That's it. See? Oh, yeah, because you, you have some... Uh, food or something? So one of them um, is a cafe. So they a have cafe, to get yeah. like inspect a health inspector mm, in there. They that's true. That's more 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 yeah, it depends on the business then. Yeah. And then yeah, the does. other uh, commercial space is a law office. Mm. Um, and for them to be able to practice, they need to have all these licenses anyways. Um, that office was there. Um, like I inherited it when I purchased it. So I didn't really have to get into that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, my like landlord, he's on me about <laughs> getting my insurance though he will Rental hound insurance? me i already i tell them too like you need to get your insurance. he i mean i have it but he's like long story short like the secretary misplaced it i'm like 
bitch, I get that shit to you like last year we were talking about. I'll give it to you the minute I got it. And she's like, what if I lost? You can give it to me? I'm like, yeah, bitch, when I get a chance. And then she was literally calling the shit out of me. I'm like, if you don't leave me the fuck alone. She's like, oh, he's calling me like 50 times. Can you please get it to me? I'm like, well, it's not my damn fault. Long story short, my landlord yeah. is definitely on that shit, though. Yeah. yeah. So, but your space is way bigger. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like I said, I'm just starting. This is like my first commercial um, property. So it's actually, uh, it's mixed use, so mm. commercial and residential. Yes. And so... With the commercial units, it's n- to me, it's not too crazy because it's very straightforward. Luckily, I inherited like that law office. And then the commercial space, I um, renovated it um, and it was able to find people like right away. Nice. Yeah. Which was good. Awesome. And, the best. Um, you know, they told me and they were really open about what they want to do with the space. And I just told them, you know, I'm not responsible for anything. If you guys want to add anything, you guys have to do that. Anything you do, do. You know, like I have a whole contract with them. Hmm. You know, nice. So you gotta be pretty straightforward. Very, pretty straightforward, yeah. and like what they're responsible for, what I'm responsible for, mm-hmm. is very straightforward. Hmm. Nice. So we're finally hearing uh, at the end of both of you guys' stories. So um, now you guys are open. So, but I don't. Maybe no. Oh, your coaches. Well, did you have anybody like a? Uh, who have like inspired you to get to that point where you guys are at? Like anybody you can say like, oh, this is like the person that made me the person I am, like their hard drive, their work, or, like maybe celebrities or your parents or uncles or do you have anybody yeah. that you can like say you looked up to growing up that like instilled these values in you guys? I mean, my mom is a freaking like go-getter. My mom has always trained us, uh, trained, well, tra- yeah, trained or raised, whatever, uh, to be like, <laughs> <both>. <laughs> she hurry was, up, we're I'm, two dogs. You're washing the dishes, 10 seconds, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she's always engraved it in our minds that we can literally do whatever we want. We just like work hard at it. But she's also like a, re- she's like a workaholic. Her work ethic is insane. Yeah, like, I, I feel like my, I don't even think I've ever seen, when I'm growing up, I've never seen my mom call out of work and my dad same thing like they're just their work ethic was crazy so i think i definitely got my work ethic and my like ambition and my drive from them because like they just were never stopping my mom would at one point work two jobs my dad was working all day even he would pick up a random job too it was just like i don't know they were both just go getters they would just work 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 they definitely were Mm -hmm. and i mean i feel like that had a lot of influence on us without even realizing that it had so much influence on us um, but I also feel like I do it almost for myself or, um, you know, I do it to set an example for like my sister or like my brother. And if I can at least try to figure it out as much as I can and just go after it, like, I know I still have that support, but at the end of the day, if I can try to figure it out, then I can help them as much as I can regardless. So. So you're thinking like, maybe I can repay my parents back if I make it to that next point. And yeah, I would love to, you know, and you know, give them exactly everything they've ever given to me. I would love to return that to them and and more, you know, just see them happy and and comfortable. And um, even though my my dad literally retired and he came out of retirement, you know what I mean? That's just how they are. They're Damn. just mm-hmm. their worth ethic mm-hmm. is insane. So he said, ah, never mind. <laughs> yeah. He pulled the Tom Brady. 
Do you know yeah. Tom Brady is? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> so to make sure. He retired and came yeah. back. <laughs> that, that famous baseball player, right? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> He's Ric Flair's dad. Ah, yes, it was. So um, that's what's up. So, like, yes, yeah, so do you have, like, those same thoughts to you? Like, maybe at the end of the day, you know, I can help my parents out. Yeah, definitely. That's what you're striving for. Yeah, I just look at all the amount of cash apps my dad ever sent me, and I just hope that one day I can match <laughs> it and send it all back. <laughs> I'm like, Daddy, don't worry. One day, this is all going back to the other. It's an investment. I yeah. swear. You can actually go on Cash App and see, see like how much money yes, this person has, has sent, sent you, you, and then how much one. money you've sent them, like since the beginning of Cash App. And me and Michelle will. Die laughing. Yeah, see my hilarious. my poor fucking my father. father. <laughs> <laughs> hey, supporting you guys. Oh, I need man. that. I need that support. Need at the same oh, time. my mom too. She's God. coming clutch. But my dad. What a good dad. Yeah, he's a great, he's a great dad. <laughs> Love <Yeah>. you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so no, that's, that's what's that's dope though. And like you know, especially having those thoughts too. Like you know, I want to repay my parents whatever like they've done to help me out. Yeah. Um, you know, even though I'm sure it? they probably wouldn't even take it. I know. You know what's crazy? You know, do you guys know Anthony Davis's? Yes, the basketball fighter. The fighter. He he fights for the basketball. (laughs) Drills in the face. But um, uh, his 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 parents like helped him out a lot, and he tries to buy his like he tries to give his dad like front row tickets all the games. His dad's like, nope, I'm buying my tickets to go see you, and he's like, bro, that's nuts. Like his dad won't take a gift from him. I love he's that. a multi-millionaire he can, take, wow. can do whatever he wants but yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. dope when you have like those parents he's like no nah, i don't want my son to think i did yeah. this for me he's like i did this to help him out Aww. and i don't care if he's a millionaire or not like i still love him and that's, that's that dope like parenting yeah. like you know that's, i love hearing those type of stories is anthony davis the one with the unibrow, unibrow yeah uh, yeah right. so you do know yes. i do know now yeah, yeah that's what's <laughs> up so like oh i was thinking of Gervonta that's so random they know who he is first off. i know i only know him because he dated he dm'd someone. you that's why <laughs> <laughs> yeah whatever i'm playing the Celtics tonight where are you at Effie. i can't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> well i can so he was in boston <laughs> but um no but um that's what's up so like uh getting back to what i was gonna say about you though that question i had originally see good memory <laughs> women empowerment so like do you think you feel some type of way like do you think you ever run into people, like you said, judging you where you're like, damn, well, she's a fitness trainer. I'm not going to go to a girl fitness trainer because I was being the host here and these must be a common question. So I want to get your thoughts on this. So like, what do you deal, what do you say to people who are like, no, I'm not going to get a girl trainer. Like, um, I mean, it's interesting. I don't, I've never gotten negative feedback about being a female and a trainer, but I will say male trainers have the upper hand because a male trainer will get female clients simply because he's fit, he's athletic. You know, girls like to go to the gym to see like their gym crush or gym. It could be your own trainer. You know what I mean? Like that's that motivates some girls. Um, and then they also get men. So they get both. They get men and women i feel like as a female trainer it takes a lot for you to have male and female clientele so what do you get more do you get females question mark i do get i do get a lot of females however (laughs) (laughs) i have noticed i love um, the you just give like the dots you get the IG dots. Yeah. What's you gonna say next? However, however, <laughs> I've noticed being a single 
that I do get. Oh, a your lot. male clientele has skyrocketed. My male clientele <laughs> inquiries have just been extremely oh, high lately. Interesting, interesting. reaction. Coincidence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Such a coincidence. So it's um, it becomes a thing where it's like, what are we really doing? Do you actually need a trainer? Mm. Because I'm about to send you a price list, a schedule time frame. And you either show up or you don't. And some do. Some do drop-ins. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I think it's kind of awkward as like being a female and having a male client. I have one male client. You won't even believe who it is. You won't even believe Me. Who Surprise! <laughs> this it's scumbag me. is. <laughs> it's no, my... <laughs> Brother, it's fucking mother, brother. leave me alone. <laughs> it, is my, it is my sweet baby angel of a brother. <laughs> my brother, he... Wait, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my brother. That was not... That was not talked about beforehand, guys. That was a genuine last laugh because I didn't. I was joking. <laughs> no, it's dead ass. My brother, he is literally a paying client. He pays. Yeah, he comes so to the gym cute. about three to four times a week. <laughs> he gets it every single time. He loves it. We bond. We hang out. We shoot the shit, and he works out. And I just tell him what to do. And he's come such a long way. Um, yeah, he looks great. So it's it's nice to see him kind of trust me and why not you know what i mean wait like, hold sorry are you finished with that yeah that, but that's my only male client other than that i am very skeptical just gonna say how is he your only male client you just said your inquiries are skyrocketed so well, where's the see i feel like the males pop in so they'll kind of like do a drop in or message me for a workout they don't become a consistent client like my 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 brother has been training with me consistently um, Nati has been training with me consistently. They're more of like messaging me to see me on a Tuesday afternoon for an hour for an hour. But hey, they're paying. They're coming in They're. I Wait, mean, I've what? had stress. <laughs> what kind of field are you in? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, <laughs> so paying for an hour, huh? So are you? Is all your prices the same for everybody, or are you? Is it? <laughs> Shut yes. up, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Hey, I'm the, being a host here. The Those male <laughs> clients get the same prices the females do. A thousand dollars for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's price, the average, right? Listen. That's what I pay. And Ty's like, what? I, <laughs> I will not disclose <laughs> what she I said. An NDA, but though. it's uh exactly. I said an NDA. <laughs> but let me tell you. <laughs> It's not. It's high. Yeah. <laughs> but so. It's high. It's high. So do yeah. you, are you like really discreet about your prices or are they out there in the open? I um, genuinely don't know. No, I, I have a flyer. I just send out a flyer. It's the same flyer everyone will get. Like if, if someone's cousin were to message me and then, you know, her best friend messaged me, they, chances are they both got the same flyer. Intriguing. So I don't, I don't even know the prices. Do you want to say them now? I yeah. Know. I mean, it's all packages. So the more time, the bigger the package you buy, the less it comes out to an hour. So um, I'll just start with like the basics. <laughs> so if you do a 24 session package, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Wow, girl. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle grabbed my ass. It's my fault. You threw me off. I couldn't help it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 24 session package 
is $45 a session. So it's about mm. 10, 1060, 1080, I believe. I don't know the math on that. But it's usually the one everybody does. It's 1060. Um, it's $45 a session, and you can pay that up front or in certain installments. I allow installments. Run that up. Um, or you After can buy pay. like one session, and it's like $75. Mm, intriguing. So but why would you want to do one session when you can just buy a few more and get it cheaper by the hour. I thought it was like secretive because I had Fredo Fitness on the podcast and I asked Fredo, what's your, what's your prices? And he's like, oh, we'll discuss it after. I'm like, what? Stay no, now. I mean, <laughs> those are my prices. Yeah. I, you can go to someone more expensive. You can go to someone a little bit cheaper. Hey, but shout out Fredo Fitness, baby. Go. He just opened yeah. up. He's come back on the podcast. One of my, one of my favorite guests right there. One of my favorite guys. He is shredded as fuck. Go see him. Alfred Dornber? I love that. Alfred. You know what you know what Alfred is? He's like a, one of those Pawtucket legends. Alfred is fit AF. Jacked. 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 Yeah. Jacked and shape. Track shape. Every type of shape. He be trying to get me to work out with him, but I'm just like, um. She's loyal. I'm loyal to my girl, Vanessa. <laughs> oh. Hey, she's loyal, but. <laughs> trying to take my people, Alfred. Heard <laughs> <laughs> her beef right there. Catch you out here in these right gyms. Up. Catch her outside. <laughs> Do not catch me outside of Edge. <laughs> We'll you gotta throw gray. I've seen her. Where's I've seen outside. her bench press. <laughs> I'm outside. Yeah. She's outside, baby. No, the real dog. Go check out Fredo. Go check out cool. Vanessa. There's a lot of there's a lot of different people out here. A lot of different trainers and yes. So there's plenty. There's plenty of people. Oh, yeah. Go around. There's plenty. no competition. I feel like I support mm. other trainers in this industry and. Honestly, that's what, uh, going back to Fredo, though, he was saying that's one of the things he appreciates the most. He says that, like, say, like, when you're doing football, you're doing any other type of business, a lot of people hate on each other. He, do you agree with this? He says in the fitness realm that that's only one of the only things he's done where everybody supports each other. Yeah. So there's a fitness here, fitness trainer in Pawtucket, fitness trainer Cranston. Yeah. They're not going to hate it. They're going to be like, you know what? If you want to go see Vanessa, go check out Vanessa. If you want to go check out Fredo, go check out Fredo. He says that he feels no genuine threat. Like, everyone no. generally wants everyone to be better. I honestly feel like if you're a trainer, you have a passion for fitness, you want to see people uh, be fit, do athletic. Yeah, there's sometimes I see trainers doing kind of some workouts that I'm like, um, not my choice, but... Um, to each their own, and they're still making people healthier than making them sit on the couch and eat chips all day. So I totally applaud I chips. <laughs> I, I love chips too. <laughs> in moderation. Yeah. Eat chips in moderation. in moderation. But I totally support it. I honestly don't don't see there being an issue at all. So that all being said, though, there is multiple trainers, a lot of trainers there everywhere. Is. Every street corner you can see. Kind of it is saturated. Saturated. But so what makes you different than the rest? I feel like the um, accessibility. I feel like a lot of times this is my livelihood. This is what I do. This is what I know. I feel like I can be patient with you. I can switch things up with you. If it's not working, we can try something new. I'd rather work with you than kind of blame you, essentially. Like, let's let's change your mindset on certain things. Um, I feel like when you're when you are training with me, it's more of like we're building a relationship in life as general. Mm. So like it, in general, like we can go on a date. Yeah, like we can definitely go on a few healthy dates. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you're paying by the hour. I mean, you can I mean technically, <laughs> it's gonna count as a session when we go out on this date. But <laughs> it's all right. Are no, you picking? I, up, are you picking up the tab? 
Um, I would pick up the tab. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> Take that, <I> Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> but no. What I'm, is that supposed to mean? You guys will find out in the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cliffhanger. <laughs> so, none the real though. So like, so <laughs> that's throwing me off. No, but um, no, like seriously. So like, then they're going to see you. Like, I had a question. I'll uh, say it to you as well. So like, say if I go to you. And I've never, I've never hit the gym because a lot of people are scared to hit the gym. Right. How are you convincing? No, not convincing, but like, hey, I reach out to you, I DM you, hey, um, Vanessa, I'm, you know, I'm really new to the gym. I'm kind of nervous. You know, those it kind of scares me seeing people work out. I kind of get, you know, embarrassed in front of people. I'm really out of shape. What are you saying to that person? Honestly, those are my exact DMs for. Every, like, I would say 90% of my clients. Yeah, no, I have your phone mirrored. <laughs> 90% of my clients do message me starting off with they've, they're not really in, in some sort of gym atmosphere. They don't even know where to begin. And that's, uh, it's the best because I want it to be exactly how it was for me when I started going. I wasn't too familiar. Um, I wanted some guidance without feeling pressured. Like, come on, like you can do more than that. Like, don't give up on yourself. But at the same time, it's like letting you find that potential that other people saw in me. So essentially knowing your worth and knowing you're able to, you're capable of more than you think. Like sometimes I have to remind clients that they're a lot stronger than they think if they just tried something and if it fails it fails we're in a safe space um and i would never put them at risk or danger you know what i mean i've never had any issues like that but um once they do accomplish it it's it's rewarding for them and it is rewarding for me i feel like it's just more genuine um and sincere when it comes for me i'm not here to judge you on what you look like or what you eat or anything like that because I've, you know, I've been there. Okay, so where is the healthy balance, though, where you kind of do need to be like, all right, look, motherfucker, mm-hmm. you're coming to see me. We're doing these workouts. Are you making the finish the workout even if they're struggling? Are you working with them? You know what, next time, we'll, we'll take this one off. Next time, we'll we'll do it or not. You're, they're listening to you. They got to do the workout. I mean, I guess we have your client here, so it'd be best to hear from the client herself. So are you in those situations? Are you doing the workout? All right, stop being a bitch. What kind of of person are you? What kind of trainer are you? Are you like the, the, you know, comforting one? Are you like, shut the fuck up. Put the fucking bench on, motherfucker. We're doing this. I said grab that 50. (laughs) Not that 30. I'm a 10. Shut the fuck up. Grab the 50. (laughs) No. I don't want to take any more, Grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) That's too damn bad. (laughs) No. Burn that ass, Natalia. I definitely think it's more of just, I'll give you an option. If you're going to give me lip about something, which most clients don't, they kind of just do as I say. I do what I'm told. Exactly. Yeah, Nathie definitely does. I'll put put any weight on that bar. She'll squat it. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. She'll squat it. Um, So I think this may be a little heavy. I'll be like, okay. Vanessa's like, shake some ass. (laughs) (laughs) While you're at it. Um, (laughs) But I do, I mean, I have some clients who are opinionated like, oh, oh, like I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, you either do this or you do this so i give like an option like if you don't want to do this challenging exercise i have this challenging exercise and then i'll let them choose Mm. i'll let them pick their poison essentially but it's still a a workout beneficial for them but 
have that today, actually. Oh, yeah. nice. So I'd say I'm a star client. Yes, <laughs> she is. She comes in, she does it, gets it done. Nice. So how are you? Like, um, are you, are you coming up with a specific plan for every single client specifically, or I don't know your style, so I don't know. So you tell me. So like, if I came in, if you have me and Natalia as a client, are you treating me just like you treat her? It all depends on on goals, honestly, like what you're looking to do. If you were both looking to gain strength and maybe gain muscle, then yes, you'd both be on a very similar program, different weights, but essentially similar training styles. If you were looking to gain muscle and gain weight um, and Natalia was looking to lose weight, maybe like lose fat essentially or anything like that maybe slim out she wants to look leaner shred out then she would be on a different training regimen than than you would be but for the most part everyone has very similar goals because they're they're more so are you providing just a training regimen are you providing dietary solutions as well i do a meal plan which i've switched up over time i used to be very specific on like what breakfast could look like like saying like eggs spinach this that or oats and and protein shake da, da, da. now i kind of just simplify it and give them an option of like um you get to choose what protein it's just this amount of whatever protein is this that amount. is that included in your pricing or is that it separate is. yep so i do um during our consultation we go over pricing a schedule and then it includes a meal plan and a home workout um guide or a guide you can use at a gym which includes like free weights things like that does that come access if they have any questions they can reach out to you as well at any time yeah anytime all my clients text me at any time i have clients who hey i'm going to the gym tonight even though they have a training regimen they'll text me saying i'm going to the gym tonight 2 a.m what's up vanessa (laughs) 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 i have a quick question Maybe not. I actually get texts like 2 a.m. saying they're not coming in the next day, but nothing like that makes sense. Nothing like, hey, what's a workout I could do? (laughs) What's a workout I could do right now? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) 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 Oh, they got one right here, actually. You know how to swing that thing. (laughs) Swing that thing. Average dick. Oh, yeah. How come it sounds so manly? I didn't change. It does. I didn't change. It, sounds, didn't change like, it sounds like a dude. Well, you were lit that night. I but, um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, that's what's up. So, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of it to it. So, Michelle, I'm not, I'm not forget about you, but just to wrap up on Vanessa real quick. So, how are you, how are you guiding those DMs where you're like, you don't really mean this? You're trying to slide in. I think it's tough when the previous DMs have been compliments or some sort of like, you know, emoji reaction to my stories. So a, when they a f- fucking cucumber or the fuck, cucumber, cucumber. Okay, they're all different. Whatever you want to say. Um. Is there even a cucumber? It's the, yeah, there is. is. is there? But it's oh. chopped. No, it's chopped. Yeah. <laughs> what are they trying to say? You don't want to hear that conversation. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. That's the that. lost tapes. Yes, it is. <laughs> 
That's a lot. Those are the, those are the outtakes. <laughs> <laughs> those are not. That's it to not be revealed. Not revealed. Oh. <laughs> Sensitive subject around here. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, if you subscribe to my Patreon, you'll get those. Come <laughs> <laughs> The outtake, baby. For five ninety nine a month, <laughs> find out what we prefer. <laughs> That's how I was like, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> we'll even at the men. <laughs> oh. That's how I was like. That's the main reason why it's an outtake. <laughs> but, but like, but like <laughs> anyways. Yeah. How are you? Uh, so how are you? With them? So, <laughs> Guys, if you like this part of the conversation, business. you'll love the other five hours we have oh, of like, pure nonsense. It, it always goes. It gets back to that. So. Oh, it gets yeah, absurd. It does. It always leads back. It always goes back to some cock. What? <laughs> cock. Some dirty mind. <laughs> we said cocks. Cock. That's where she worked at before. Yeah, yeah. So how are you in these motherfuckers out who are so scheming? Once, once they DM me saying they need a trainer, I literally will send prices, and from that point on, I will know. If, mm. if yes, <laughs> I will know if they're being serious or not. And cucumbers. Wait, so there's actually a quick question. Um, so you said you're giving fitness regiments out, and now you're also trying to do your yoga um, yes. license. So are you incorporating yoga with your training, or is that a separate fee, or? I, I depends do. on the person or um i have a i have some clients who like to come in for stretch sessions they'll use one of their sessions as a stretch session mm. for the day um it's not hands-on stretching it's very like i go through a flow and you mimic or mirror what i'm doing um i'm not like a physical therapist so i'm not gonna like cure you know for some sort of like you know, you have a torn ACL. You're not going to come see me and go to physical therapy <laughs> and I'm not going to heal you. But um, we'll go through some stretches to maybe um, alleviate some some tight areas or something like that. But, yes, I do both, hmm. um, which is can be included or can be a separate thing. Um, so it, it would mainly be nutrition, any help on nutrition you need. Um, CBT, so personal training. You want to learn how to use the CBT gym. is a kink. CPT? What is that? <laughs> CPT. Oh, CPT? Yeah. Why CPT? Did you say CPT or CBT? CPT. Never mind. I'm adding that part out. Certified, <laughs> certified <laughs> personal trainer. Oh. Personal oh, kinky. <laughs> Getting, yeah. All right. You'll get another one. All right. So your CPT. What else? So nutrition, uh, personal training, and one-on-one -on -one, like a yoga session. Essentially. Nice. Out of curiosity, I'm not sure if you want to get into this or not. But um, like, like personal trainers, like you know those homegrown gyms. So how are you coming up at pricing? Do you just come up that yourself, or is that like a baseline where gyms like just kind of go with other people's or um, what secrecy? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> when we, well, I mean, no, I think it's just like yes, you compare your prices to other people's, um, and it goes based off like equipment you know what the gym offers um especially if it has like you know top notch equipment and which some people don't realize mm -hmm. is hard to find at some gyms like good equipment isn't easy to find at like just any gym so that's why it's charged at a certain amount um but essentially when the gym first opened up yeah we kind of reached out to see what people's price points were and then 
we all kind of use the same prices and then it's up to you if you want to be cheaper or um, more expensive. Do you ever work with people? Like you said you have payment plans, so you can do like payment yeah. plans and stuff. Yeah, I do. I usually do like an after. I call it like my afterpay. It's a fourth every two weeks, um, or you can just pay it up front. Or and how can these people pay? Like cash, cash app, Zelle, yep, credit that, card. Exactly that. Um, no credit card, just cash, cash app, Zelle, um, or Venmo. Venmo, and then to, to reach out to you, mm-hmm. Fitness Palacio. Yep, and if you mean business. And you actually send that payment. Walk-ins to the gym as well is allowed? Yeah, we do walk-ins. If someone's in the gym, they'll give you plenty of information on it. Okay, um, and cool. And classes, so. Love it. Yeah, I love all hearing all that type of stuff. Um, yeah, so we have, that is finished plaster right there. If you guys have any questions, you can chime in as well, Natalia or Mish Doug. Mm-hmm. Um, so on your end, so I feel like you're on the opposite spectrum. So mm-hmm you probably have guys sliding in more because you asked the body sculpt thing. Do you feel mm-hmm. like uh, people are coming in or you have more female clientele? I don't know. I've never been in a body sculpting environment. So you, <laughs> you guys school me. I'm just all curiosity right now. I will say that it's definitely more like women, mm. predominantly more women. Why would you have a lot of male clients? But though. I do have a good amount of male clients as well. Do you think male clients feel probably on the opposite spectrum of Vanessa where they feel like maybe embarrassed or something like that or not at all. I think they just don't know enough about it. Mm, I don't but know I shit about it. You can tell me about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it's not embarrassing at all. As long as like, I mean, as I literally, as long as you're comfortable with somebody rubbing your stomach with a, you know, ultrasound looking probe, <laughs> with some jelly on your belly. <laughs> and I'm just you know, staring down at you. I mean, no, it's <laughs> it's not as intimidating as it sounds. Jelly on your belly, some jelly on your jelly belly, on your <laughs> and some oil on your tummy. <laughs> what do you do for the BBLs? Um, so <laughs> that you well, can take your pants off, but you leave your underwear on. So, guys, I feel like you want to hear that? BBLs. Subscribe to my Patreon. So. <laughs> Okay, subscribe to Effie's Patreon if you want to see him get a vacuum BBL. <laughs> it's on there. It's on there, baby. It's on get it. there. I just get it. I got Tidy Whitey's on. Whitey's on. <laughs> Michelle, have you had any guys do the BBL? No. Oh, I didn't think no, so. No, no game. Like, NDA, can't talk about it. I know, right? No, not at all. I would have definitely. No, no guy has ever asked. I think the weirdest suggestion a guy has asked is if um if I offer happy endings. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I said, probably not. I was like, it's not that weird. No. Was it Deshaun Watson? No, um... He uh someone asked me my <laughs> joke. I don't know who that is. I'm actually really in tune with athletes. Every athlete well, minus the wrestler. But everyone else you've mentioned, I'm like, I know who that is. Who's Sean Watson? Deshaun Watson. He uh he's suspended oh. for eleven games and he has currently being sued by twenty five females for asking for well not asking, he's got happy endings by them. He's got massages and it's like mm. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now they're all accusing him and he's suspended now for 11 games. He's like, that yeah. is a short story of it. While you're over there. Um, oh, you're not the only one, Michelle. I don't know who he is either. Yeah, I, know, I had no idea. Um, no, so uh, a guy guess. had asked if um, I could do his pecs. <laughs> hey, he's trying to get those. <laughs> trying to look at Johnny Bravo, baby. 
<laughs> no, no, no. Not to, not to boost them, to reduce them. <laughs> Damn. So, so, he got some, yeah. he got some D's trying to get some D's. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, I, you should He's have seen my face. <laughs> you should have seen my face when he had asked me. He was just you like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you if you think them. about it, breasts are just. It's just uh, some of it is fat. If yeah. you think about it. So I guess he wanted me to just like burn some fat off his <laughs> chest. <laughs> but I, I consulted with my, uh, you know, my my mentor, the one who did the certification with me, and she just recommended we don't. <laughs> yeah, <I mean>. <laughs> <laughs> it'll give him cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it's too close to his heart. Yeah, it's very very it's touchy area. I would never go yeah. that high mm. ever. Um, but it's funny because my you vacuum BBL on them. Yeah, so <laughs> my vacuum BBL machine is actually set for breast pumping as well, like lifting, breast mm. lifting. Wait, but I've never done that. One. I know. No, I. I <laughs> no, I. They 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 told us not to do that. Oh, so okay. she she made sure to be very not clear. To, not to. I mean, first of all. I don't even want to look. I don't want to know what that looks like. Right. The angle on that is just absolutely hilarious. I don't think I could hold my laughter <laughs> throughout a session, but that is absolutely insane because mind you, it's, it's sucking. It's so sucking. it's, sucking yes. So it's, that sounds yeah, like sucking and letting go. So it just looks like something out of a cartoon. Literally. It would that be, sounds like it'd be painful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. So yeah. So that's crazy. So how we, that's a craziest shit that you yeah, did. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, mainly, mainly women is what I get. Mm. But I feel like once men are like, oh, cool. Like, you know what? Yeah. Cause you know what? Some men do have no. stubborn fat. Like, yeah. whether it's on men the, do on the it love too. handle or something, yeah. like they just want to come in. And I'm like, honestly, it actually helps a lot. And the funniest part is that men actually have a lot quicker results because men are just always God's favorite. <laughs> and, um, it just, you guys burn fat uh, faster than, than women. Yeah, so they work do. really mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. We have to work hard. Yeah. Hard. So. So how, where, so at this point you're, you're building your clientele. So how, I mean, it's the same thing as kind of like a, like a Vanessa, you are just like posting mm -hmm. your social medias a lot. How yeah. do you, how do you think you're getting traction and how can people reach out to you? To be honest, I feel like word of mouth for me, at least, um, believe it or not, because I do body sculpting, I show a lot of body parts. Um, the algorithm on Instagram actually like hides my stuff. It doesn't actually let me like, Haters. like, yeah, like, so when I try to promote an ad and God forbid there's a stomach on there, they reject my ads. Mm. They don't let me so promote body God images. God. They only prom let me promote like words pretty have much. You, have you tried TikTok? Um, I have tried TikTok. It doesn't blow up, but meh. Mm. it's another form of, yeah, of marketing, mm. I guess. Um, but word of mouth is my ultimate marketing right now. Like, so you want to uh, sell people. So what are yeah. you... What can they do to come to you? Yes, kind of in the beginning. So, um, so literally, you can just either message me on Instagram or text me. My phone number is in the um, in my bio on the business page. So it's at Skin by Miva M I V A, um, and uh, yeah, you can just literally send me a message or just hit book now and just literally put yourself in for a thirty minute session of whatever. Pick a time and day and come on in. That's it's literally that easy. So, so like at that point, since so I've been doing it for about a year, mm -hmm. it's, it's not, it seems like so. Yeah. Do you have any regrets? Like you're you're no. fully bumping. Like I love it. Everybody can always do better. I think yeah, we can always do. I always think that at least. Yeah. So, but you're at that point where at least you're you're comfortable in what you compared yes. to what you're doing beforehand. 
Oh my God. Yes. Like I, there's days where I like, I drive by my old job sometimes, like if I'm in Cranston or Johnston and I'm just like, wow, like on a, on a Wednesday, I'd be stuck in that office right now, taking care of people who are throwing me their insurance cards or yelling at me because they have a $500 deductible they haven't met this year. So like just to be able to drive around on my, or or give myself the day off because I, I felt like it or, you know, giving my going, going shopping midday on a Wednesday is like, you know, or taking the day off just because man, I didn't want to work because you were bad bitch because I'm a bad That's fucking right. bitch aye and bad bitches are yeah me. exactly a whole table full of bad bitches right now including hey. Effie okay <laughs> hey, get it baby uh, it's a great feeling I don't regret not one thing and I feel like finally have the flow because uh, when you first start something new you're so scared you don't know the dialogue you don't know the conversations you don't know what to say you stutter you mess up um, there was at one point when I first started, I used to, I used to forget to hit start on the machine, so I literally would not oh do anything for a whole hour. I went like a whole hour, and I'm like, oh my god, that. I never hit start. And the so. guy's like, I love it, so good. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're I fucking flirting, motherfucker. I knew it. <laughs> I see the results. <laughs> like, yeah, no. So that was an oopsie. I learned though. I've come a long way. But hey. I'm like 80 episodes in. I stuttered in the beginning of this podcast. So it's cool. It happens sometimes. Oh, yeah. It, it happens. It's bloopers. Yeah, it's the best, though. I love it. Hey, I love hearing that. So wrapping this up, what words of advice would you have to anybody starting their own mm. business, Vanessa? Um, I would say don't be afraid to take that risk. Mm. I think that's the hardest part. I think just doing it or trying it. Um, is the hardest part. Don't be afraid to fail. Chances are you most likely you won't or you'll meet something or you'll kind of like find something new you like because you tried it or you'll find new connections with people. Everything is a learning experience and taking that risk isn't something that should stop you. I feel like just go for it, essentially. Mm -hmm. Just go for it. Try it out. Oh, yeah. Don't be afraid. And don't be afraid to fail. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, it happens all the time. It is what it is. You literally have, like, literally this only life to live. Do whatever makes you happy. Yellow. (laughs) Seriously. Oh, wait, we're old. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. You guys will hear about that in the next podcast. Uh, um, My word of advice would just be, um, you know, no, no dream is too big. I feel like just aim high. Just go all out. Whatever you want to do. Like, if there's literally nothing, nothing's impossible. Like, yeah, I, don't I never in a million years thought that I would be able to just, like, do what I wanted and be happy about it. Like, I thought, yeah, me, no. And I'm still not even where I want to be. So, like, I just aim, just aim high and aim just high, do baby. it, honestly. Dream big. No, no, no dream is too big in my book. So, that's my word of advice. That's big high. facts. You got to sh- want it. Yeah, That's you gotta thing. really you want have it to though. want it. You can't just be like, I'm gonna try this, and then yeah. no, you have to want to yeah, like. It's bad. all you think about. Yes, it's all you do. Yeah. It's all you think about. Your time is invested into mm-hmm. it. Go after it, but it's because you want to. Mm-hmm. You want it. You're oh, invested yeah. in it. Your time, your money, and. I honestly feel like social media does also glamorize, um, like, you know, having your own business or being your own boss. There's nothing glamorous about being your own boss. (laughs) It's actually stressful. You grow like 500, not 500, maybe five gray hairs, but um, there's nothing glamorous about being your own boss. It's every single day. It's seven (laughs) days a week. Like, um, don't don't think it's like, I woke up this morning, I read my affirmations, and then I got a latte. No. (laughs) You literally, even though I did do a vlog and I kind of did that. I was I feel like I've seen that. What the hell are you lying? No, but that was half. 
for the gram. Day. Doing it for the gram. No, that was half my day, and I literally <laughs> did nothing that day. But um, behind closed doors, I'm like stressed. I'm answering texts and making sure my schedule's okay. I'm thinking of what I should post and paying my bills and I don't know but it's just not glamorized like mm. you just gotta yeah. really hustle and put True. your best foot forward that's a great life. segue for us. Yeah. my last question actually and if I answer this first or whatever the order you guys want you guys can rock paper scissors shoot <laughs> so being you guys talking about the, the begin the podcast full circle to end podcast being females in this day and age starting your own businesses and being your own self-independent contractors how do you guys feel like it is guiding this day and age being your own boss as a female in this era? Do you want me to start? Yes. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So I think um, my field is different because um, I'm in real estate and the real estate industry is very predominantly male. Yeah. Oh. Um, so oh, for me, I still have some difficulties um, being a female and also being having a young face, you know, I'm older than what I look. Um, so sometimes contractors will just see me by myself and kind of try to take advantage of that. Um, so I've still, you know, have been maneuvering through those obstacles. Um, and it's still like been a learning experience. I learn more and more through each project that I work on. But, um, I always remind myself that I have come so far from where I ever thought I would be like a few years back and I just got to keep pushing and starting to build a team is really important. A team that supports you and that really believes in you and you believe in them and you're able to build that much quicker. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's Definitely good words of advice. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. all a learning process, but you just have to be persistent and and believe in yourself. And you got to take that leap. Believe in your vision and take that leap. You'll never Um, know unless you tried. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Opportunities only come once in a lifetime and you either take them or you fumble them. And I have had um, my share of like deals where I am at the closing and I am so nervous, like I'm ready to back out. But God gave me the, this opportunity and put this opportunity in my lap. So I'm going to take it. And I might fail. I might not. But mm-hmm. I'm going to learn along the way. And I was put in this position for a reason. So that's how I look at it. I actually always, like, jump into things. And I just be like, um, I'll figure it out as I go. Be so that's just the type trust of person that I am. Just trying to trust hey. that I'm in this position for a reason. Mm-hmm. And fake, fake it till you make it. God doesn't put you in any place <laughs> that you can't handle. Yeah. 100%. Sure. Amen. Sink or swim, baby. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, Youngest goes first. Oldest goes first. <laughs> your response. Michelle, you can go. Um... Overall, though, you're you're pretty much asking, like, as a woman, right? Yeah, as a woman, like, you know, in this day and age, and, like, you know, obviously it's, it's gotten better over time, but how do you feel, like, guiding your yeah. way as, like, a female entrepreneur? Yeah. And, um, like, do you feel any, do you feel that type of uh, stress, or do you feel some yeah. type of, like, weight on your shoulders being a female? Do you think it would be, do you think it would be easier, or what's your mindset behind this, it's- and uh, what, you know? Honestly, I feel like this year, 2022, has been like a year of like, I call it, not even just me, I think in general, it's called a year of like enlightenment. I think a lot of women have started to like 
almost like open their eyes and see like what they're capable of capable of and it's been amazing and it's funny too because i actually have a lot of guys that will be like oh wow like this is really impressive like i'm like really proud of you or like i i really respect you and your hustle and what you do and stuff and it's like I don't see it as a threat anymore. Like, I don't see being, um, like, a woman in, and having my own business like a, like a, like almost taboo. I almost feel like it's something that we now control. Yeah, we dominate. I feel like we dominate being our own boss because, you know, that whole, like, phrase, boss, babe, and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I feel like we've always had that dominance because, honestly, with – you know, without I feel like every successful business, for the most part, and don't quote me on this, has a lot of <laughs> hardworking women working it. If you think about it, we are like the root of a lot of um, a lot of businesses and stuff. But um, being like your own boss or being in this type of field, um, I don't feel overwhelmed. I think it's actually pretty cool. Sometimes I I I get nervous saying it because I feel like it's too much for some people or some guys. I feel like they get a little maybe they'll feel a little intimidated, right? Like you don't know if you can say it, but I mean I own I own it, of course. Like I'm not ashamed of it, but I do kind of say it humbly. I wouldn't say like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm my own boss." <laughs> but um I I find it kind of interesting how this year specifically, I've just noticed that so many women have become their own boss and it's so inspiring and I honestly feel like it's just it's it's like a perfect time for this so I, I don't feel I don't feel left out or I don't feel like I'm being like attacked or anything or like this is like a masculine thing I feel like it's literally just a human thing <laughs> I feel like it's very equal mm. I feel like a lot of men and women have started their own businesses and, and it's been great but the feedback I get from men is has been nothing but but great actually I love that. yeah um, I, f I mean, I feel the same way. I think being a woman and um, being my own boss hasn't affected the fact that I mean, if I am a woman or whatever the case is, it's like I think it seems to be working just fine. Um, but it's also in other fields, too. So, like, let's say you weren't an entrepreneur and you just, you know, you're in a business. I see women getting promotions i see them moving up i see them taking on side hustles um i have a cousin of mine she is so talented she does um charcuterie boards and chocolate covered strawberries and she has a full-blown full-time job but has an amazing talent for this side hustle and i think it's great she takes new job opportunities she she tells the thing is, is women are no longer afraid to be very transparent about what they want. If mm. they feel like they're being overworked, underpaid, if their mm -hmm. title, d you know, if their job description is A, but they're doing A and B, it's being said, I'm here to do A. You're not going to come here and tell me I'm doing A and B. And it's nice to see, like, go after it, respect yourselves. I think that's what it mainly is. It's respect. It's... Um, having that voice to do whatever it is you want and work your way towards it. But I think it's great. I have um, a great support system. I couldn't do it without a lot of people I have in my life. And I appreciate every single, every single one of them, but me working hard and, and, you know, I, now I have another side gig on top of training. Um, you know, it, it motivates 
lots of people and not just women. I'm telling you, it motivates men. Mm-hmm. Men see you working, men see you going after it, and they're like, fuck, me too. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, like circling like, back oh, to what fuck. you guys are saying, I actually um, saw a TikTok. Um, I think it was today. And it was actually a guy speaking on how back in the day, um, women, you know, were in higher positions, like as queens. And men usually were helping them build their empires. So Mm. women being those leaders, and if men actually opened up their mind a bit more, they would be a bit further in life if instead of um, sexualizing women, if they actually took the time to know women on a deeper level mentally, uh, they would be a, a lot further mm-hmm. because where would you be if you <laughs> <laughs> well that's just a TikTok. Effie would be the fucking president <laughs> <laughs> for real. And actually, let us run your life, um, Effie. Back in the day, they were saying that queens, um, they would have like the kings, and the kings would actually um, be next in. Um, next in power like if the queen was to die oh. so like the queen is the one who was like i feel like that makes sense like on top of everything <laughs> <laughs> so like, on yeah, top of everything delegating I everything <laughs> i see that like delegating <laughs> that everything and making the the kingdom mm-hmm. run like efficiently mm-hmm. and the the men that were like under her were making were, were supporting her in that and if she was to die then they would take over her reign like the bees <laughs> <laughs> yeah like the bees <laughs> the worker bees and the worker amps yeah. yeah yeah i mean i think i would just say like ending off the podcast um just ha- having you guys on love hearing these type of stories and i think like i know i was joking i joke a lot and stuff like that like on the, especially on the podcast but i was having like a serious side of me you know um, this uh, this would be more. I mean, this part of it. A lot of the stuff I say in the podcast, I don't mean. Just surprise, spoiler alert to people. I'd be joking around a lot, but I'll say this is a serious moment. So, like, I think hustling doesn't discriminate. So, when pe- I agree definitely with what Vanessa was saying, where you know, I think you know, back in the day, I don't, I don't agree with definitely back in the day at all. Like right now, like. Hustling doesn't discriminate. So none of you guys, you guys are all hustling. So people can always come up with excuses all the time. Yeah. Like you could have came up with excuses back in your 16 job. You could have been on job 20 right now. <laughs> and like literally, not for real, like you could have been. Yeah. But then you're like, you know what? I'm done with the excuses. Let's right. go out here. Let's hustle. Mm-hmm. And you bend yourself and you did it. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people just start bitching. Like, oh, my yeah. boss doesn't like me. Everyone hates me. Oh, it's because I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. It's because I'm Colombian. Oh, it's because everyone's against me. Mm-hmm. Or, or you can just do something about it. Right. And like all three of you guys, all, and I say me as well, but especially being females in this world, all three of you guys did something about it. So you guys can c- continue coming up with the, the complaints, keep running up that same excuse that you're kids. What kind of like example are you going to be? Or you guys can put up or shut up. And you guys put up and yeah, you guys just put up. And like I, I respect the shit out of that. And you can be a female, you can be a male. That shit does not matter. Hustle literally does not discriminate. Mm-hmm. So you guys are here. Guys can be doing the same thing you're doing, but like, you know, someone started like doing real estate just where you started. Someone built their gym just like what you're doing, mm-hmm. and you can be the next person up. 
And I definitely respect the shit out of that same thing. Obviously, same thing with you, you with you with body sculpting. Like, I'm sure there's people who bought a company and just have females working. You can be the next guy doing that, mm-hmm. female doing that. So like, I think you just all you get the results you put into it. Like you were saying. So like, you know, you guys don't have to be here and now doing this. You never know. Like this might be another thing. Like all, all four of us blow up as podcast hosts. You don't know. Like literally, like. Right. You legit never know. Like, you guys don't have to be Try, here right now. Please. Yeah, like, for, for sure. <laughs> and, but, like, not for real. Like, none of us have to be here doing this shit. Like, we could be out here at home just chilling, sleeping for the next day. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're out here. You never know what comes up next. And, like, I don't say no to nothing. So, because, like, you never know what that. Effie's done with shit. Effie's done with whatever. Whatever. You sound like a slut. So, but on the real, though, like, yeah, because, like, legit, like, and I respect the shit out of, like, off through you guys because females because legit like yeah i respect that because i think a lot of people come up with excuses guys and girls come up with excuses Maybe. and yeah yeah and just like i don't i just think i've i've like kind of agreeing with what michelle said i never agreed with like oh just because i'm a female or a male like, or maybe you're just bitching yeah. Maybe you're just bitching and shut up and put the work in. Right. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. And just do yeah. it. And There's you never know. No excuse. Yeah. You'll be surprised what. Doesn't like, matter how you were raised. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your childhood was like. Just. Everybody got trauma. Everybody has. Yeah, some, also, everybody has some obstacle. Everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, I don't have the money," but like, there's. Oh. No, <laughs> you thought we it. did? <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't no. know how. Yeah. Just it's something called using other people's money. <laughs> yeah. Get a sugar <laughs> daddy. And for this, like, you never ask know. For help. Investors yeah. and ask, ask for help. help. You yeah. never know. Like, it you never know. Hurt. Yeah. It does not hurt. But also have your full time or that one source of income, obviously. Yeah. But be putting it aside to put it towards. And sometimes you have to put your pride aside. It's okay mm-hmm. to be like, I, oh, I can't afford this right now. I need help. It's okay to reach out to friends, family. Mm-hmm. See what they can do because ten dollars from a friend and then maybe twenty from here, you can buy a couple, you know, cheap T-shirts and put something on it and sell them double, and now you have some more income for, you know, what you just spent on getting those T-shirts printed on and, yeah. and made. It's it's it, you just have to be creative. You mm-hmm. have to want it. That's the thing. You have, have to yeah. want to do this. Have to have the Mindset. ambition for sure. You have to want to do it. You can't just like decide that's what you're going to do and then put it off because I, I see it with me and Michelle all the time. Like there's days where just like we're really just sitting here right now. Like we could be mm. pushing ourselves into a more of a content agenda and and creating more and and doing this that and a third, but you know what? Like I said, we're not masters at it, not yet. But every day we try, we're we're, we're we get closer and closer to the bigger dreams, bigger goals, and I feel like you just have to be really patient too. Yeah, be patient on yourself. Overnight. Don't yeah. be so yeah. hard on yourself. Have grace with yourself mm-hmm. because, like you said, you can be your um, worst critic mm-hmm. and be so hard on yourself. Um, so just have grace with yourself because they're like just look at where you are today and then look at where you were a few years ago and it's mm-hmm. not you know who would have like michelle said she never would have thought that she would be here a few years ago like who would have thought yeah. you know yeah. i never thought that i would be here and i'm sure yeah. vanessa feels the same way nope you know so it's all a, a growing experience learning experience yeah. and that's life not big facts and um i want to give like yeah definitely appreciate everything you guys like are doing i think that's what's up keep the dope keep it up and like, uh, you know, you. I think you're, what you're doing is awesome. All three of you guys, you know, you guys are doing it's awesome. Keep it up. I love the the grind, the hustle. And uh, I want to give you guys a, a thank you for 
coming on a couple times and i want to you know, appreciate the reposts and uh you know it definitely means a lot even having you guys on taking like your time out of your day to come through here and uh give me support i really definitely 100 percent appreciate that thank you guys all three of you guys it means a lot and um you know we have a good time every time we've come on other five times it's been a you know, comedy and good time and laughs. This one's a little bit more serious, which I enjoy both aspects yeah, of it because, you know, good. showcasing so. both sides of right. you know, personalities and, uh, you know, seeing the person behind the business is what mm -hmm. this was. So we're dropping this one first, having other ones next. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you guys are, uh, all three of you guys, great personalities, great people behind what you're doing. And that is a big key behind small and local businesses as well. Yeah. So definitely go support, you know, Vanessa, Vanessa Fitness Palacio, Fitness Oh, Venice Palacio. <laughs> Edit that part out. <laughs> Go support Michelle and her links and be right here for her business as well. Mm -hmm. Go follow her Instagram, personal and business. Go support Natalia, then Natalia Perez, the Monopoly View. Go check out all that. Give them support. Support the females in this industry. Yes. And uh, go follow us, Explore FF, my personal on everything, yes. and EG Pot of Thunder on all social medias, literally everything, every podcast platform. And I appreciate all the viewers, subscribers. Run up, baby. Let's go to the moon. Let's get it. <laughs>